All right, so what's going on, everybody? Uh, so I have been messing around with the idea of recording a segment within, um, you know, the podcast of When the Hunt Calls, where I could shed a spotlight on hunters from New York City. Um, you know, because to be honest, whether it be with a bow, um, a rifle, or a shotgun, we really got some shooters out here in New York. So um, I got some interviews under my belt where, um, you know, I've got these hunters, uh, you know, sharing a, a particular story or their, their favorite hunting story. But I decided to switch things up and actually put these uh, episodes out or these segments, short segments out as bonus episodes. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this. All right. This is the first ever bonus episode of When the Hunt Calls entitled Hunters of NYC. Um, this particular episode sheds a spotlight on a New York City firefighter by the name of Chris Murray. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this brother's hunting story. Here we are. All right, Chris, um, I want to say thank you, brother. I really appreciate appreciate you doing this. Um, now, um, if, you know, my listeners didn't, didn't catch in the intro, uh, Chris, you are a New York City firefighter, correct? Yes, sir, I am. And All thank right. you for having me on. It's an honor to be the first one here. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. Yes, you are the first. Thank you for that. Um, and I want to thank you for, for your service, brother, because especially with everything going on in our city with the coronavirus, I want to thank you and your fellow firefighters for the job that you guys are doing, especially in the face of uh, this lockdown. Thank you very much, man. All right. Now, um, uh, being the, the first guest of this particular series of episodes, um, I what I wanted to do, like I've told you before, is kind of shed a spotlight on on hunters um, in and around New York City. Um, you are uh, a New Yorker, as far as I'm concerned, or you know, uh, I, at least as far as I'm concerned, you're from New York City. Um, you know, being a New York City firefighter, but you live out in um, in Yorktown Heights, I believe. Yep, I live uh, I live up in Westchester, and it's in Yorktown Heights, which is the top of Westchester, right next to Putnam. Nice, nice. So, um, how do you get into hunting? Is it something I, I know it's rare for anyone in New York to not be born into it, but um, is it something you picked up recently? Is it something you've been doing with your family? Like, how'd you get into it? So, about two years ago, I made a, I made a list of things I wanted to do, and one was a triathlon, and the other one was to learn how to bow hunt. Um, and I was actually really blessed to have a my captain at the time, Richie Kirstner, was the president of the New York State Bowhunters Association. And wow. he helped teach me how to hunt, like showed me all the ways to properly use the bow and everything about it. And he's been a big mentor to me since then. And, you know, anytime I hunt, it's like when I'm done, it's like I text him or give him a call right away, tell him what I saw, what I did and how I did. And he tells me what I can do better, what I did right. And it was just, it was something I wanted to try. And man, the first time sitting in that stand, in the morning when that sun comes up and you see everything around you, it was just beautiful. And it's just, it was such a cool experience. I was like, I'm hooked. I'm in. Uh, see, uh, now for my listeners, just, so, just so they know, I'm on a video call on Skype with Chris right now. And you guys should have seen the smile that just came across his face when he started talking about how he got hooked. 
and and I feel like I, I'm the I'm the same way when I talk about it um myself you know some people don't understand but like i said i saw the smile come across your face and it's like yeah this brother's hooked too all right i'm sorry go ahead i really am man it's it's so much fun um you know and i've met so many good people through it and developed so many good relationships and friendships just from hunting alone and it's been so fun i mean me being i'm only two years into this you know and the more experienced guys have been just so great with it taking me under the wing, helping me and, you know, just reaching out, you know, friends I went to high school with people I've known for a while that hunt, you know, everyone's like, Oh, did you try this? Did you hunt here? Did you do this? Did you do that. And it was just, it's so nice to have such a great community of hunters around. I totally agree. I totally agree. So, you know what, let's jump right into this. And I'm going to ask you, man, tell me a story, brother. All right. So I got a good story for you. Um, this year I hunted with uh, two buddies of mine, Vinny and Pat and, uh, we were hunting a place in Westchester and, uh, it was the second day It was my buddy, Pat, first time ever sitting. So it's his first time ever hunting. And, uh, I'm probably about 150 yards away from them. And, uh, you know, we're texting back and forth and it's coming to that golden hour, that magic hour, that last light, <laughs> let's get the stuff coming in. And you know how, I mean, if you watch the shows, you watch this, like that last hour, you always get stuff. So I'm sitting there and I haven't seen anything. I'm looking around and all of a sudden, I look at my phone and it's, Hey, my buddy Vinny, who's near my buddy, Pat is telling him, Hey, you got a doe coming in. So he's got a doe coming in. So the doe comes into about 40 yards and Pat waits for him to come in, comes around and the doe just starts chasing him. And now there's another doe coming in, two does in. And I'm like this, there's no deer around me. Why isn't there any deer near me? <laughs> so I'm, through the text message, I'm watching it. And I, I get the text. I hit it from Pat. So we're like, awesome. So, uh, we waited a little bit, came down, we all met and we're like, all right, let's go look. And we, we took a look at the arrow and the, the arrow originally we're like, ah, oh, man, it, it smells like guts, man. Maybe we should hold off. And, uh, we took a quick look and I'm like, Hey, look, there's a little speck of blood there. So we took another step, started looking, started looking and we found a halfway decent blood trail. And we're like, all right, you know, let's just look around a little bit. And, uh, I remember coming around a log. And seeing this white belly and my buddy Pat's standing behind me and I got the light on and I'm like, Pat, you know what that is? Pat, you know what that is? And he was, he was just so happy. I went to high five him and I still had my, uh, my trigger on. I slapped him so hard. I ended up cutting his finger. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then we're, we're sitting there, the three of us, and I've never gutted a deer. Pat's never gutted a deer, but Vinny being an experienced hunter has gutted a deer. Oh. So we're like, oh. and the only way we've ever seen it is watching like meat eater or something like that. And we're like, all right, we, we could do this. So we start gutting the deer and we're like, Vinny's showing Pat different techniques. And we're like, Hey, you know, just keep your fingers up. You know, you don't want to nick the belly. And right when we said that, all you hear is, I'm like, all right, you hit the belly. So it's going to stink a little bit and it, it stunk a little bit, but we ended up getting this deer gutted and we dragged him out of the woods. And it was just, it was so much fun, man. It was, I was, I had a huge smile on my face. I was so happy just to be a part of it. And, uh, it definitely, it got me hooked. And this was my, second year hunting and you know i still hadn't seen a deer so then i went another time with my buddy chris damiano and he brought me into his where he hunts and uh this is uh one of those times where i just you see something come in and you, you get all excited and uh for those people who know me know for me to sit still is extremely hard so i had a joke come in and uh i rushed everything man and i just i rushed it i took a stupid shot i, I shot down above on him and I'm thankful I didn't hit this deer or wound it because as a hunter, 
you don't ever want to wound something. You want to you want to shoot to 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 kill, and you you, you don't want to wound anything. Mm-hmm. And I rushed the stupid shot and everything. And my my buddy Chris Damiano comes up. He's like, "What happened? What happened?" There's a whole time I'm like, "Joe's coming in. Joe's coming in." I'm like, "Ah, I'm so excited." <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, dude, you just gotta calm down next time." I'm like, "I will, I will." And uh, I I picked up the arrow, so it's a broken arrow, and I got it in my quiver, and I kept it in my quiver all season for a reminder. Hey, pull your head out of your butt, calm down, relax, and take your time. You know how to do this. And uh, Captain Kirshner always told me, he's like, Chris, you know what you're doing. Just relax, calm down. And that was one of the things I didn't, I didn't do in that situation when I had the doe come in. And it was at like 10 yards and it was just literally was a stupid shot. And uh, I was so glad I missed. I was upset that I broke an arrow, but I was glad I missed because I didn't, I didn't wound a deer. So uh, next day I go to hunt the same spot and here comes that doe again. And I'm like, all right. It's on, uh, but she never came into a shooting range. You know, mm-hmm. I was shooting at 20 yards. You know, I was very comfortable with my 20 yard shot. My 30 yard shot, I was a little hesitant with, but um, my 20 yard shot, I knew I was comfortable with, and I didn't want to take a stupid shot. And uh, she just stayed at that like 35, uh, 40 yard perimeter the whole time watching me. And I'm like, I hate you. I'm like, come on, just come in 10 <laughs> more yards, just 10 more yards. And you know, and that was it. But uh, you know. My buddy Vinny, my buddy Pat, they were very helpful with it. My buddy Chris, who I've become real good friends with, you know, he was just, he was just so cool about it. Like, you know, all right, don't worry. We'll come back to this next spot tomorrow. They're going to come in. They do this. And same way she came up the first time, she came up the second time. And they're just a creature of habit, you know. And uh, I was really, really lucky to be able to go out to Oklahoma this year and kill a buck. And I remember after I shot the buck, after calling my wife and everything, I called Captain Kirshner right away. I called Vinny, I called Pat, and I called Chris. And I was like, I got a buck. I got a buck. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. It was just a cool feeling. I mean, everything about it was so it was just uh, surreal. And it was just so cool to be able to know that I've been able to su- provide for my pa- family and do something I've always wanted to. You know, I've always wanted to hunt. We're not a hunting family. You know, my father never mm-hmm. hunted. You know, no one in my family really hunted. But I, I tried it. And now I have. I have three kids and my youngest daughter who's eight, all she wants to do is get a bow and shoot the bow with dad now. It's awesome. That's, that's sweet, man. That's sweet. All right, brother, man. Yo, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and, and like, I, like I'm telling my listeners now is like I said before, we're on a video call and, um, you know, saying it's, I could see the excitement on your face and that's, that makes it like, uh, so worthwhile. It, it's, it's funny because people tell me the same thing when I'm just talking about bow hunting. And, you know, granted, I, I haven't been out that many times, but I, I enjoy telling people about what I've learned so far, whether it be about just shooting, shooting my bow or the days that I was able to actually get out and hunt. So, again, man, thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being the first guest of this series, man. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, I'll be hitting you up again soon, brother. No problem. And just to say one thing, guys, I see the face on Cliff's face too, man. He's got a smile <laughs> on his face. You know he's passionate about this. And that's why, that's why I love following you and I love all the content you're putting out, man. Like I told you in the text and in, in the DM, man, I was really jealous you got to talk to Mark Kenyon and uh, Landon there. That was, that's so cool. He, he's a really good dude, really down to earth dude. So I enjoy talking to him too. Uh, you said you ordered his book, right? 
I, I ordered his book and then last night I was actually trying to find my meat eaters book and I, I can't find it. And I, so I wanted to cook one of my, my tenderloins. And I was like, oh, I got, I got a book for this. And then I'm looking around, I'm like going to my wife. I go, have you seen it? And she's like, no. I'm like, son of a gun. <laughs> All right, brother. Yo, thank you again. I truly appreciate it, man. No problem, man. Take care.